everybody, it's Fandom City Pod time, episode number four, here tonight, recording live, Wednesday, August 28th, 2019. That's crazy, it's 2019, and it's almost over. That thought, on its own, is just nuts, I'm getting old. Old way too quick, but joining me tonight to talk a whole lot of Star Wars, first up, is Hollywood... Re- oh, no, he doesn't know anything about Star Wars, so he's not here right now. Uh, Fizz, what's happening, man? Besides being oh. wrong. <laughs> oh, man, it's, uh, I'm excited. You know, there's a lot of stuff to talk about tonight in Star Wars. You know, we covered a little bit in some uh, some short episodes over on our YouTube channel that you can check out. But, of course, we'll deep dive that stuff tonight. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I've been so excited to dive into all of this uh, fair warning off the top. If you're looking for something that's fully positive or fully negative, you're probably not going to get it here. This is a podcast without bias. We speak our mind. We're not here to serve anyone's agenda. Uh, not unless you pay Except us a right. lot of money. Uh, also joining us tonight, it's Tommy B. What's happening, man? Yes, let me second the money part. I could, I could really use some of that right now, just like everyone else. Uh, you use some of those dollar dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> and not the Canadian ones. Uh, ouch. And, yeah, ouch. ouch. <laughs> hey, just I'm because pretty, 40 Canadian pre- is only worth 30 American <clears throat> is no reason to put us down. And let's not get into the whole Canada's never landed on the moon bit. You did that last week. You don't have Rebel here I, to help you this week. You got good maple syrup. You got you know, have, you, have you ever legitimately tried real Canadian maple syrup? I think once when I was younger, but at that point, you know, if I tried it in the States, it could, they could have just as easily swapped the label. So who knows? Label swapper. Label swapper. Reminds me of a Seinfeld episode. Uh, last, but most certainly not least, uh, joining us is actor, director, writer. Hell, he's just Superman. It's Ty Nelson. What's happening, man? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I will not take the credit of being Superman. However, I will be uh, saying that I'm glad I'm not in a place where I have to worry about uh, getting money to change my voice or anything like that. Because um, I just I don't believe in bias, man. Just love what you love. Yep, and hate what you hate. Hashtag change hates everything. People been saying about <laughs> saying that about me for years. So it's not true, but. God Except forbid, it is true. God forbid someone say something critical about something popular. Uh, I mean, as long as they're doing it and that's how they actually feel and they're not serving uh, some agenda like uh, Ty had mentioned off air. Uh, we like to start things off with some natural discussion uh, before we break into our big three. I don't think that I don't think we have a lot of natural discussion to get to tonight, guys, other than I'll tell you this much. Moving fucking sucks. Good <laughs> God. I agree. Honestly, something we didn't. I hear that. What do you hate mm-hmm. more, packing or unpacking? Uh, packing. Very much packing. Yeah, packing. Yeah, unpacking's easier. Well, that also depends on whether if you move from a big space to a small space or a small space to a big space. Because... You got to start figuring out where you're going to put this stuff once you're like, why Why did I even bring this? What is this? Did I just pack a rock 
What? <laughs> you know, I've been sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, because I don't know what Jade's packing over at her place right now. I'm just thinking, uh-huh. how much useless crap is going to end up at this new house? And I'm sure she's listening, and I'm sure in about 10 seconds I'm about to be bitched at. But uh, I- I'm legit concerned, because even though we're moving into a sp- place with more space, you want to use uh-huh. that space effectively for things that matter. You know? Right. And of I- course, I- I'm, you I'm that sure. When you, when you mentioned that you might have useless stuff, you were talking about yours, because nothing of hers is useless. I'm sure that's exactly it's, how it's, she it's feels. Ni- it's nice that Ty and I are thinking the same way, because I was just going to say, and I'm sure she's going to tell you that all of that extra crap is yours. <laughs> right? Can't you get rid of those old action figures for crying out loud? Jeez. I just got a text saying, hashtag not useless. So, yeah, that's how she feels. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what else is hard, guys, is this whole gender reveal thing. I was unsure if I wanted to do it. She was unsure if she wanted to know. Uh, I always knew I wanted to know, but I, I was kind of against the idea of like a gender reveal party. Um, so we're not really doing a party. Um, but we are doing an event that'll take place at one of my softball games. And, uh, you know, you see the videos where someone throws the ball. Usually it's the the girl that throws the ball up and the guy hits it and explodes into blue smoke or pink smoke. So we've had some practice at that, and uh, that's going to go down next Wednesday. Uh, but today we actually got, you know, the piece of paper that says the gender on it. Nice. So, you know, I had to go to work afterwards, uh, as did she, and I had the paper on me. And uh-huh. I was waiting to drop it off at a friend's house. He didn't mind being spoiled, so he's going to be the one that takes the balls uh, in the gender reveal and make sure he takes the sticker off of it and gives Jade the right ball to pitch. But, like, for uh-huh. that four hours there i'm like all i want to do is take this piece of paper out of my wallet and look at it i was so desperate like, Spoiler alert. yeah it's like it's P- pandora's box sort of thing right it's like right I could nobody easily... know i well, legit I okay, listen to this one i legit created a mixler account just to tell you that and i'm looking in the mixler chat right now it's all useful <laughs> Wow. You should be packing nice. or something. Get to work. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Um, um, that's, uh, duck for cover? Yeah, I'm used to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was having uh, lunch with a buddy of mine, and he said, uh, I don't know why he knows this currently, uh, but uh, here, at least in the States, now you have the option of uh, not just revealing the gender, but not identifying the gender yet in other words you can wait to say oh you know what may have come out with girl parts but can i identify as a boy if you can figure that out while they're still in the womb i'd like you to tell you my future no no in other words they're they're saying that you don't have they're they're announcing parts not identity right okay that that makes sense in this topsy-turvy world Right, they're they're allowing you to say we, you don't have to categorize your child. I'll tell you what, you're being born a gender. You can decide to be another gender after you're old enough to know what that means. I'm not touching this topic with a ten foot pole. Let me tell you, I get myself in hot water. But with how sensitive mm. this topic seems to be in today's day and age, 
I'm just uh, going to uh, sit here and nod and say, go team. Or you want to tell me you identify as a big ball of cheese? You go right ahead. Are you Swiss or cheddar? Uh, neither. Um, not, uh, no. Give me some real marble cheese. Okay, this will take us down the rabbit hole, guys. So if we only have a little bit of time, let's, let's oh, break no, away. No, 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 no. We, that, this yeah, we're part, still on time. We're good. This part isn't included in with what we told you before the show. So okay, right. you're good. Unless you got to go somewhere really soon. So. Yeah, we're, nah, we're, man, st- we're still gonna... we're like we're like five minutes ahead of schedule right now. Yeah, this is this is going Please. great. I mean, last week we had the Americans picking on us, uh, and the Americans being Tommy B over here, and and that you shady, deserve it, her that, always <laughs> that, that shady guy rebel, Hollywood rebel, as he refers to himself, hanging out Whoa. with all those celebs, uh, making fun of us because we've never had a Canadian go to the moon. Apparently, well, that is little true. do they know. There could be Canadians I mean, living on the moon. Who really knows, right? Or maybe the can- Canada is the moon. Could be. <gasps> Conspiracy. <Right? laughs> I feel we're li- like we're listening to Spaceman. Uh, so really quickly off the top, I just want to say before I get uh, forget, uh, a sports network up here uh, called Sportsnet has dismissed a bunch of uh, fan favorites over the last couple months, and it's definitely the end of an era, and uh, even though our, uh, fan base is, uh, you know, a flea size on a friggin' country compared to Sportsnet, I just want to thank the people that have entertained guys like McMahon and myself and any other Canadian that's been on here, Dominic, uh, for many years of their hard work. So thanks for that. Uh, last question. Wait, you're not we... thanking Kiprios? He was in with that. I, I actually. Oh, I'm sorry. You said guys that entertained me. I'm sorry. I, hey, I like Kipper. I think Kipper turned over a leaf a few years ago and was really good. But, uh, I mean, as Bob McCowan said, there's some shady shit going on there. Uh, anyhow. Yeah, Bob McCowan's been saying that for 30 years. <laughs> yeah, just they finally decided to let him go. Fuck okay, him. enough's enough, Bob. We've had it. This time you really are fired. Um, I only have one question before we get started, and that is... Uh, Man, I hope he doesn't get mad at me for asking this, but uh, you have anything you want to tell us, Ty? You know, maybe project-related or anything like that, or no? Uh, currently, no, no. This year has uh, been off the... Um, I, I've been doing... Um, so I'm also a mechanic for uh, an airline, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Or support mechanic. So I've been working on getting my avionics and power plants license so that I can be making more money uh, for the last part of uh, my career. Um, and uh, other than that, uh, I've been writing. Uh, I have not gotten any further with uh, Star Wars script, if that's what you're inquiring about. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I have a feature that I done rewrites on and i'm walking down that and hopefully we'll be doing another read through uh at the end of september with some friends in texas actually well that that sounds awesome man that's exciting yeah good otherwise it's been slow i haven't been out doing anything keeping low all righty well uh as you may or may not know our great fan base here at the fandom city uh, formerly known as Star Wars Wastelands. Um, 
we have a segment that we like to get to that we refer to as the big three. And what that is, is it's our featured three topics of the week. And generally, I think every episode so far, they have been split up and uh, all different uh, genres and followings. And this week, shockingly, um, we have three Star Wars topics. Uh, so without further ado, uh, because we have three Star Wars topics in uh, in this segment, we're just going to get to our Star Wars Wasteland segment right now. It's replacing the big three. And you know what that means, Fizz. Uh, uh, I quit. <laughs> Star Wars here on Fandom City Pod, and uh, it was a crazy Star Wars weekend for Star Wars news. Some of it has been very well received. Some of it has not, shockingly. Who would have thought? Uh, But I, for one, think there is a lot of positivity out there about what has uh, come down the pipeline. And first up, guys, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, We got, I don't want to call it a trailer. I don't want to call it a teaser, so I'm going to call it what they called it, a special look at the Rise of Skywalker, which included about 25 seconds of new footage. Uh, Once you cancel out the fade to blacks, it's in it. Uh, I'm assuming everybody who's listening has seen this footage by now. That you're under some rock. Uh, Ty, you're the guest. I want to go to you first. We're just going off the footage that we've seen. What did you think? Uh, so my first reaction to that footage was that I was underwhelmed. Um, I'm a story guy, so I was like, okay, what's the story here and everything? Uh, and I mentioned uh, that there was about 10 seconds of footage that was in the Disney, uh, sizzle reel itself. I was like, oh, this gave me a little bit more. So I was more inclined to look at that. Um, now that the days have gone by, there's been a few things that have sparked my interest um, uh, that we can go into details. I don't know whether if you want to take a little bit out of a little bit or just get my overall view. Overall uh, view, man. Just drop it all on us. Okay. Uh, so here's the thing with, I think, the, the most standout thing, right, is the vision, right? Uh Oh, Ray with the the double bladed lightsaber that makes no sense. Um, uh, the the deal in that being, um, is she dark side? Is it a vision? Most people are, are jumping directly on. Uh, is this a vision of her? Uh, um, uh, like she's seen herself as a dark person. Is this the emperor? Like uh, doing something and. Truthfully, I never thought, like, I think it's like, I think most people think it's a vision. I think it's just, I think it's going to be Kylo's, uh, or Ben's, should I say. Um, yeah, I, I think that when this comes out, and this is all speculation, I have no proof of this. This is not a, uh, a leak of anything like that. I just think that this is going to be something that Ben is seeing rather than her or somebody else um the the, uh, 
the first thing that grabbed me because of my underwhelmness was, oh, 3PO with red eyes. And I knew about, like, from a comic book or something like that. And then it did uh, jog my memory, something about uh, back in The Force Awakens, uh, 3PO was initially supposed to get, like, weapons and carrying Chewbacca's bowcaster or something like that. Um, maybe I'm getting that mixed up with uh, The Last Jedi. Um, but I'm just like, oh, yeah. And so he's reprogrammed or, or he's... Uh, it'd be interesting. I, I hope... I, I hope whatever it is that they do, it's written funny because 3PO is, is comic relief in it. And, uh, and sometimes the, the jokes and, and just aren't there. The last thing, um, which oddly enough, I was looking at it and I mentioned it to a couple of uh, friends and then within a half an hour after mentioning it, it was like uh, a couple of news reports said uh, everybody's talking about Ray, but hey, look at this from the trailer. We're missing something out uh, about what was from Legends. And you see all the Star Destroyers, like 100-something Star Destroyers. They're all dark and everything like that. And I'm just like, huh, the Katana fleet, right? Dark Force Rising, Timothy Zahn, first trilogy, right? And so part of me is like, okay, are they just nodding to that? Or do we actually have a possibility – of seeing a live action Thrawn. Well, I would love to see a live action Thrawn, even mm -hmm. if it's a brief cameo. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd be so for it. I mean, if you've watched and Rebels, I... you know that Thrawn and Ezra are still alive. They're out there someplace, and that's after Return of the Jedi. We haven't seen him since. I... Oof, I don't think there's a chance it happens, but I would love it. I would be, <laughs> I'd be thrilled yeah. for it to happen. I would, I, I literally might pop out out of my seat seeing him and like fist pump and try not to yeah. like accidentally punch the person in front of me in the back of the head. This would be like the solo cameo when when, when you see uh, uh oh, it'd be better. It'd be way and, way better than that in my opinion. Yeah, well, I don't remember who it was who was with us uh, when we saw Solo. He he was literally jumping out of his seat like what. What? Oh, like, Din, Din. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Din. Yeah, and, and I, uh, I'm just like, okay, cool. What does this mean, right? Uh, for, for, I, I agree with you. I think this might be a nod to Dark Force Rising or the Katana Fleet. Um, and, and I think that's about all it will touch. I think uh, um, even J.J. Abrams said in uh, an interview is that like this won't all be fan service. Mm -hmm. But the to me, that tells me it's like, okay, we're paying a little fan service. Oh, I so, think there's going to be a lot of fan service in this movie. Yeah. But where? Where's the fan service going to go to? Is it going to go to or what everybody has seen in the movies? Or is some of it going to touch on what we have what we lost with the old books, right? Uh, I don't really want to say lost. The, the, the direction they went was different than the books. And so is there going to be any fan service paid there? Who knows? Time will certainly tell. Uh, Fizz, let's move the baton over to you. I know we did the YouTube video, but you've had a couple of days to let this sink in now. Uh, and actually got the chance to see it. Yeah, all oh, right, because we did the video just based on <laughs> we did it pre what we yeah. heard. That's right. Um, yeah. So you've had a chance to see it. And 
Yeah, yeah. Just give us general thoughts. I was going to ask you another question on top of it, but we'll wait. Well, you know, I mean, I think the thing that requires the most topic is obviously the Ray. You know, because other than that, we just have lots of things that we can speculate about and hypothesize, and we'll have lots of time to do that in the next few months. But uh, that Ray sequence is—it's the cat's pajamas. It's—it's it's that. It's the wow factor. You know, it's we talked about it on the YouTube video on our YouTube channel, and <clears throat> I don't—I don't know. I mean, I think. It, in that, I said I think it's real. I think that's what thought that was was what's going to happen. But now that I actually see it, I I don't know. I I think it's I think it's some sort of vision of some sort. You know, who's seeing that vision? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. You know, could it be Kylo? Absolutely. But I think it could also be Ray. You know, they they kind of teased around with that cave on Octu in the last Jedi, you know, where they did the, uh, uh, the multi ray, you know, so she's already danced with the mystical side of the force. And I, I think looking at this now, seeing it there, my gut says that this is something similar to the force cave Luke went through. You know, when he saw the vision of, of Vader and, and all of that in Jedi, that's what I think it is. You know, whether it's the exact same cave, who knows? Your guess is as good as mine. It'd be a nice, you know, we talked about where they could add fan service. Well, you know, where better for Luke to hide some sort of artifact than in that cave, right? So I could definitely see that playing a factor as, as you know, part of the uh, the chase for the uh, the red herrings and the, the plot devices. So I think it's a vision of some sort at this point. It looked amazing. You know, that uh, that hinged lightsaber, I guess, is probably the most effective thing to say. I loved it. We've seen it before, it was actually. It was in uh, Star Wars Rebels. It, but see, this is the first time we've seen it in live action. Live so, action, of course, yeah. it's, different. You know, it's a different thing. You know, in, in animation, you can do whatever the hell you want, right? I mean, look at the Inquisitor's lightsaber spinning around mm -hmm. the circle. You know, we haven't seen that in live action yet. And we've seen them as helicopters. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, that we don't talk so about great. that, Ty. We don't talk and, about that. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like you say the, the hinged lightsaber is amazing, and I look at it and I'm like, it's a gimmick. Well, um, it certainly totally is a gimmick. gimmick. There's no question. Let's sell yeah. more toys. <laughs> no, no argument money, there. Money, it's money. definitely a gimmick. But money, it's a money. gimmick that I'm intrigued with. Right. And so here's the thing, too, is like, even with The Force Awakens, uh, Kylo Ren's. Uh, cross guard lightsaber yeah gimmick it doesn't really it like uh, do i care or do i mind no yeah and this thing if it's pulled off well do i care do i mind no but my first look at it uh from the trailer i'm like Ugh. i felt the same way when i saw uh kylo ren's thing i was just like Ugh. um and what what was really funny i think i immediately sent it over uh, to Sage, too, is uh, that the guys, the, the people who make fun of this stuff was right on it uh, with the Swiss Army one um, mm -hmm. that's all over the internet now. I'm just, I, I barrel laughed on that one. That was so funny. I anyway, also think this one's I, more I practical as a gimmick. You know, a hinged lightsaber, to me, is far more effective than the cross guard because, you know, eventually you're going to stab yourself with the cross guard. 
Yeah. At least with the hinge blade, put it out in front of you, drop the hinge, drop it. You know, it's it's a what is it? It's a uh, switchblade, right? I mean, that's really what it is. And, you know, so I, I, it's practical if you use it properly. Of course, you can cut yourself with that too. But you know, I digress. You can cut yourself with a kitchen knife. I know I have, but yeah. <laughs> I like it as as a gimmick. I think I like I I like it. I think it's fun and it has some interesting applications. Assuming we see it in the real plane and not just in some sort of vision where we only get to see it for, you know, a couple of minutes. I think my problem is this feels like what happened in the last Jedi. And this is factual that, uh, the, uh, the marketing people at Disney and Lucasfilm come downstairs to Ryan Johnson. We're speaking last Jedi right now. Uh, here are these cool looking red guards. We made up, find a place for them in the movie. We have toys to sell. That's exactly how the Praetorian guards were made. This is not me bashing it because I actually kind of like them. Um, but, you know, this is what marketing in a movie does. We want to sell toys. And let's be honest, Star Wars moves merch, or at least they used to move merch at an insane rate. It's a little slower nowadays. But, um, hey, as long as it becomes a double-bladed lightsaber, that's great. At the end of the day, excuse me, Crown Royal is not agreeing with me. Um. At the end of the day, I, I think it's a vision. I think it's a cheap sales gimmick to get asses in the seat because, let's be honest, Solo did terrible at the box office. Uh, the, the Last Jedi was extremely divisive, whether you loved it or you hated it. You know, there's fan groups on both sides of the fence, a few in the middle. Uh, and I, I just I don't think they should be showing stuff like that in a, in a trailer. I think it's extremely misleading and almost false advertising similar. And I love JJ and I love the force awakens, but, uh, how gun ho was everybody. Oh, it's the Knights of Ren who were in the movie for three seconds. Literally. Uh, and that's what I, I can almost guarantee you. That's what this, there is less than a 1% chance that this is real. That, that would be my bet, but he's been quiet for a while. Let's go over to Tommy B. Tommy B is the Ray shit real. And are you a fan of the switchblade lightsaber? Well, for those who haven't heard our discussions on a previous show, I was in the camp where I'd like to see Ray with that saber sort of be an act of deception similar to uh, the spirit of Luke's surrender in uh, Return of the Jedi. Now I'm I'm slowly finding out that I'm the only person who really wants that. (laughs) So I'm beginning to resign that as wishful thinking. As to the lightsaber, it's definitely uh, a money-making sort of uh, you know, asset, if you will. Do I like it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That That's just... It's awesome. It'd be cool if they uh, you know, actually made a teeny tiny little uh, accessory for a you know, the toys just have it jut out like that. And then it would be even better watching the, uh, you know, the child size lightsaber toy, watch them fling out and whack a kid. That, that, that'd be pretty fun, too. Watching yeah. a kid whack another kid's pretty fun? <laughs> wow. I'm thinking more about the thing. lightsaber whacking the kid themselves, you know, but sure, why not? I mean, when I was a kid, I knew I had the lightsaber toys. I was beating the crap out of everyone else. It was, it was fun. And people didn't didn't yell at you too much. 
<laughs> Nowadays, everyone's too scared to play a low rough. Uh, let me ask you guys this, and you guys can debate about it amongst yourselves. And I'm going to sit back and listen to the debate. Hopefully, some, hopefully you're not all on the same side of this. But is it, you know, not illegal, but is it wrong for them considering the state of the Star Wars movie franchise, which is... It's far from failure. It's not going to die or anything like that. Uh, but it has taken a few, you know, punches to the gut, and the wind's been knocked out of them a little bit. Is it, you know, I don't know the proper term to use here, but uh, a cheap sales gimmick for them to use this Ray clip at the end of a big D23 thing if it's only in the movie for 10 seconds and is irrelevant to the overall movie? Debate, guys. Is it wrong? No. Yeah, considering where they are right now. No. Well, who decides what's right and wrong? Yeah. It's, right now, you guys. <laughs> so, so, well, here's another theoretical thing. Say it's not a vision. Say the, the whole thing is like, uh, it, we, we see her in the dark and holding a red lightsaber and anticipating it, okay, she's now turned bad. What if it's, she's uh, yeah, helping Kylo and their battle against the Emperor, or something like that, and now they've changed his uh, uh, cross guard lightsaber to a double bladed lightsaber, and she's giving it to him as a gift. Here you go, go get him, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> what Spider Man? <laughs> Sorry, threw a little Spider Man in there. Um, uh, but yeah, we, we have no idea what the context is. We, we're thinking it's a vision, uh, but there could possibly be, you know, a use for it. If they're smart, they're going to find a use for it. I mean, one of the the villains we miss most in action from all the prequels, we were all like, why did they kill off Darth Maul in the first one? He was the best villain in the whole prequel, and and a lot of it has to. He looked cool. But also, you know, that double-bladed lightsaber, that's a lot of good lightsaber action there. And that's certainly one of the things that's been missing from the sequel trilogy is a good lightsaber fight. So, who knows? It's all speculation. Anyone yeah, else have anything to add? I mean, I, I'm I'm perfectly okay with them only show, oh, showing it in this trailer and then only having it appear in the film for... You know, my barometer said less than a minute. It, the only way it angers me and upsets me personally is if it's not in the film at all. Yeah. I, it, the only things that bug me about trailers are getting me excited for things that get left on the cutting room floor and spoiling the climax. Like the TIE Fighter in Rogue One. Bearing you down know. on Jen. Yes. Mm-hmm. As long as a lot you... of Rogue One footage, exactly. Oh, you know, Rogue One was well. I mean, let's be honest though. Could you avoid spoiling Rogue One? I mean, they're all gonna die. We knew that. Oh, but... I get that, wait. but I mean, wait, they they all died. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, you spoil the sequence, you spoil the the climax. Tell me who's gonna survive, who's not gonna survive, or or things like that. Then yeah, you're damn right. I'm gonna be pissed off about that. But showing me things that are going to get me excited. Yeah. Okay. I can go with that. Even if it's only in the film for a minute or two, because that's, what's going to get you hyped. You know, I said it earlier. I said the wow factor, you know, 
that scene is a wow factor sequence. Whether or not it comes to fruition as we'd hope, that's fine and dandy because trailers are meant to make us think. They're meant to make us speculate. And what better way to do that than Ray looking all dark and broody carrying a hinged double-bladed red lightsaber? That's going to set your tails a-wagging. That's what they set out to do. That's what they've achieved. And now we just have to wait for the payoff. That's the $10 million question. Or in this case, the $2 billion question. Uh, okay. Let me ask you guys this. It's, uh, it's the other part of the trailer I wanted to talk about that not a lot of people are mentioning, but I thought arguably was the best part of the trailer. What did you guys think of Kylo and Ray dueling on what I believe is Death Star wreckage in an ocean? Um, years ago, I had said, I want to see a lightsaber battle happen on a boat, like a big ship somewhere uh, in the middle of like Camino or something. And the water, you know, is a uh, kind of like the, the Django Kenobi uh, battle uh-huh. where the water comes into play. What did you guys think of that? And did you notice you, know, you have to slow it down? That uh, a lot of people are just like, oh, here goes Kylo again attacking Rey. It's Rey who's attacking Kylo there, and Kylo, yeah, on every the one of his yeah. moves is defensive. Tommy B, I why don't you kick us? Oh, yeah. Ty go cuts ahead. you no, off. No, 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 go no, ahead, Ty. No, no, Tommy. What? <laughs> All right, no, Ty, go. Uh, I think it looks cool as hell. In fact, uh, to me, it comes off more believable than what we what we saw in Revenge of the Sith when it was like above lava and all that kind of stuff. Hopefully they don't do like CGI jumping from platform to platform. Uh, keep it real. Um, and this looks good. It looks real. Oh, right I'm there. excited for at least that part of uh, the movie, right? And for the, the one thing through all three or the, the two movies we've seen so far is the relationship between Ray and Kylo. And uh, so explore that more. I'm I'm game, and it looks great, in my opinion. Tommy B, the the Ray and Kylo. Clip. I would be lying if I said I've been that mindful and observant to see that Ray was actually on the offensive. I was under the impression it was more of a they they're probably on like the tail end. They're mid of a duel already happening and uh-huh. these are just a few you know blows going on in between uh without me trying to lag my computer thanks to these most recent windows updates i will go ahead and say that seeing ray on the offensive would be a it actually might in one way or another, make some people rethink that red lightsaber. Um, it's an exciting possibility, no matter what. So I'm going to say this, and what I'm about to say... Uh, actually, before I do, Fizz, let's get your thoughts on it. Well, I mean, as crazy as it sounds, I'm actually with Thomas. I didn't, I didn't notice uh, what you said, that you know, it being Ray purely on the offensive. I didn't notice that. But now that you've pointed it out... I can think back on it and say, wow, that's actually accurate. But again, you know, it's another one of those context is key, you know, so we don't know 
where this takes place in the battle, you know, of course, because battles are they're always back and forth. I mean, everybody takes the offensive eventually. So why don't we try to provide a little context here and say something that could be, could be, in fact, I'll go as far as saying, I'm 90% sure it's spoilery, but it's just the context of what we're talking about. Are you guys okay if I talk about that? I'm good. I I'm not going to tell you somebody kills someone else or anything like that, or, oh my god, it's Darth Revan. No, nothing like that. Uh, Tommy B, finish permission to continue. Darth Revan's in this movie? <laughs> Don't oh tell my god, people are going to be on Twitter, oh my, oh my god, Phantom City said Darth uh, Revan's in the movie. Really is fan service. Hashtag rumors. Hashtag confirmed. Uh, Tommy B. Fizz, do I have your permission to speculate? Si, senor. Speculations are always encouraged. Okay. Again, I'm going to state that I believe this is has a 90% chance of being true. As long as it's purely opinion-based and not based on knowledge you've gleaned through other sources. Oh, no. It's, it's, it's knowledge from other sources, but they haven't stamped it as this is ironclad or anything. Uh, and again, I don't think it's a huge spoiler. Uh, but so it's, I guess it's half from other sources and half of what I put together on my own. Um, what we see in that trailer, I believe, is their second lightsaber battle in that movie. Not the first, but the second. And that during that battle... Kylo doesn't actually want to fight her. Sounds no, right. that doesn't mean Kylo's bringing her a bouquet of roses and they're getting married and they're planning the honeymoon, getting a ah. nice little friggin' bed put up on Endor and they're going to have the Ewoks sing to them as they mate with one another. Uh, no, it's Gosh. nothing like that. That uh, is, that <laughs> is, I think you've spent far too much time thinking about this. I just um, want Raylo fans to Raylo calm to down. A whole new okay. standard. I, I want them to calm down and not assume too much. All I'm saying is, and it's not just because he's on the defensive there. I don't believe he actually wants to engage her in that fight, for reasons I am not going to say. But again, Raylo fans, don't read too much into it. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Uh. Sounds cool. That's drama. That's conflict. Keep it in the movie. Yeah, I mean, Stranger Things have happened, so it's not out of the realm of possibilities by any stretch of the imagination. I have definitely been swearing that uh, it was going to be the first fight, so it's different. It is definitely different. Um I hadn't even taken into consideration that they would be dueling more than once in favor of the idea they would have a duel once they would uh, then go after you know the big enemy of this film and whole saga, you could say. So, so I could be wrong on this one. Again, this one is not from a source. This is me trying to piece information together. I believe, um, and I'm not saying this is in chronological order, that is the second of four lightsaber battles in this movie. Sweet. Seeing how the other two movies didn't really have a lot. Correct. I mean, yeah, no, I'm totally with you. 
Uh, I mean, it's not going to be Revenge of the Sith territory, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Uh, final thoughts, guys. The Rise of Skywalker, knowing we're not going to get any more footage till some Monday night football in October that McMahon threw his predictions uh, out for last week. Uh, final thoughts. How's everyone feeling at the end of August, heading into the final chapter? <clears throat> yeah, the final chapter. Of the uh, Skywalker saga, I still don't buy it. I think episode 10 will come out 10 or 20 years from now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, how's everyone feeling? Ty? Um, yeah, cool. Um, Star Wars, man. Uh, I'm on board uh, just because it is Star Wars. Uh, I-, I will leave with this comment. If you go uh, to the D23, three uh footage uh at the 127 128 mark where the the uh laser blast hits the the planet or whatever it is uh it looks like if you look screen not quite left very small it looks like there was somebody down there and so he may even gotten blown out or he's running away from the laser blast or it just could be like uh, a fragment of, of the, the planet or something like that. But it could be someone if you want to go frame by frame. Hmm. That's Possibly. not one I've caught yet. I'll have to uh, have to look at that. Just giving you something to do instead of, you know, helping your woman pack or anything like that. You can. How dare you take her side? <laughs> uh, drink a little crown, you know, and uh, and look at the trailer 40 more times. I'll tell you what, the crown is good. Uh, Fizz, where are you at, my man? I am no more or less than I was a week ago. And I'm I'm still excited. I'm hyped. And I didn't think I'd say that a year ago. Now, um, obviously, October will have a much bigger effect on my overall hype level when we get a full-fledged proper trailer because this was just an additional 20 seconds more to wet my whistle. Correct. Uh, so we're going to do a YouTube video, or at least I'm going to do a YouTube video after we get the final trailer. Uh, I sat down this morning with a couple of guys and we feel like we've pieced together 90% of this movie, uh, missing probably a couple of, you know, surprise twists or whatever. But from start to finish, we think we have the movie pieced together. Uh, it's just, from the good sources on the internet that uh, leak stuff. Um, not that we promote leaking. Uh, but after we get that final trailer, if we feel confident enough, we're probably going to put up a video what we think the Rise of Skywalker movie is going to be from start to finish. And uh, Be sure to check that out, and be sure to check out our YouTube, Fandom City. Click the notification bell and uh, subscribe. We would love your support. And again, if you do, I'm pretty sure we can uh, get Hollywood Rebel over to your house and he can do your dishes, fold your laundry, whatever. Uh, Tommy B, man, how you feeling, dude? Speaking of which, actually, before you answer that, so this guy last week's just like, okay, tell me this about the movie, but don't tell me this. And it's like, you can't be half in and half out. Either you want to know what the spoilers that have been well, reported are, or balls. you don't. Oh, I'm totally busting those balls. Poor choice of words. Uh, how you feeling about The Rise of Skywalker now, post I have been very underexcited for 
Ooh. The Rise of Skywalker. I have been rather indifferent, let me tell you. Um, I thought Solo has... I would. My Star Wars list always changes every time I make it. But I will tell you this. I really enjoyed Solo. And I was really disappointed with how it was, you know, the final numbers for it. I mean, that was, of course, beyond the control of the fan base. You know, that's Disney screw up. But, uh, so, you know, I, of course, I'm going to go see this movie in the film. But it's like, eh, maybe I won't bother running out seeing it the night of release. Maybe I'll see it the next day or maybe I'll wait till the weekend or a couple days later or whatever. I'm starting to get excited again. I really am. Um, I feel like this little teaser trailer was just the tease I needed to uh, start getting me back into that uh, that craven mood, if you will, as we approach these last few months till its release. I'm definitely craving. I'll say that much. I- I'm ready. Bring on Jedi Fallen Order. Bring on the trailer. Bring on everything except for Force Friday, which I really don't care about at the moment. Um but yeah, and by the way, let's just give Thomas a pat on the back here. He said last week that we would get a Kenobi announcement. So kudos to him on saying he would. He also said we wouldn't get any footage from the Rise of Skywalker and or the Mandalorian. Uh, and thankfully, we got all of them. So uh, there you go. Thomas Thomas went one for three. Uh, in fairness, yeah, it's, I, I it's, went it's one rare. for three. Disney too, was so. generous. Like Disney was generous indeed, man. I don't know if that's a common thing. Uh, we'll have to see. Let's move on, though. Uh, quickly, uh, Kenobi, guys. It's finally announced. No more. So Professor X says that Kenobi might be happening, and maybe it isn't going to happen, but maybe it will. And this guy over here says it is, but his girlfriend's sister's cousin's mailman's dog says it might not. And and finally, we can get rid of all of that. It's finally happening. Ty, I'm going to you first, man. Obi-Wan Kenobi series that's going to be six to eight episodes long on Disney+. Plus. How are you feeling about this, man? Uh, fantastic. Uh, uh, hope that Ewan does get to direct at least one episode. Sounds like it's uh, two from according to Fanta tracks anyways, who, who had the Kenobi stuff well over a year ago, might I add, um, which is awesome. Sounds glad yeah, good, ex- kudos to them. Glad he's excited about it. Speculation all around as to what's going to happen and everything like that. I know it's eight years after, uh, um, revenge. Yep. Revenge of the Sith and 11 uh, before a new hope. Yeah. So, uh, does he get brought off planet? Why would he get brought off planet? All that kind of stuff. Everything's good speculation. The only thing I have to say about this is it was hilarious at the announcement how they missed the cue and Kathleen was like, mm-hmm. uh, and boom, it came out. And it just, it was like, okay. So you see, you know, even in the announcement, there's a fuck up, right? So, um, but nevertheless, here's the thing. I'm hoping that's the only fuck up with the Kenobi series. I hope they keep with just one season. That's it. And they just tell the story and we get it. Be, it would be great. That's it. I'm happy with it. Uh, I will uh, say they did not announce it as a limited series. So 
I think there's potential if the numbers are just extraordinary uh, for a season uh, two or three. But I don't think there's any chance that this show is a long-term show. In fact, yeah. I'd go as far as saying you would get three seasons at the absolute most. And if you do get three seasons, it's probably only six episodes a season. Uh, I kind of hope that each one of these things, Mandalorian, the Cassian Andor, and the other one, I hope they just like one and done. They well, just I could tell you that is not happening. Uh, well, Mandalorian is uh, literally Already about to begin production season in season two. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. I already heard that, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. All right. But I do think it's more likely than not Kenobi's a one-off. Um, but, I mean, selfishly, it's my favorite character. I would love to see Picture Perfect yeah. World give me two eight-episode seasons with a super compelling story that's not just Obi-Wan against the Sand People or Bounty Hunters. Um, yeah. I mean, if that's what I get, then I'll be happy. It's more Ewan than what we've already gotten, so hell yes. Uh, Fizz Kenobi announced, finally, 110% official. We talked about this four years ago. Four years ago when uh, one of the SWU guys brought us this info. Crazy. It's finally happened. How do you feel? I'm excited. You know, it, it, it is a project that, you know, we've wanted to see for a long time. You know, Ewan is a phenomenally talented actor. And I'm excited that, you know, it, he's passionate about this. You know, getting to most likely direct a handful of episodes and I'm excited. The passion is there. The fan base is there. You know, as long as the story is good, this is going to be amazing. That's going to be the big question is the story, you know, um, because of course there's very little we know about Obi-Wan's time between uh, three and four. You know, we get little glimpses through Rebels, but we don't really know everything we don't know the whole story and i'm excited to start filling in those gaps a little bit more through this project i think it's going to be fun uh you know six eight episodes whatever it is i'm excited you know it gives me more reason to get disney plus not that i didn't need it already and i can't wait for it i'm excited you know as for go ahead you know as for you know, the screw-ups, the fuck-ups, things like that. Uh, let's get them out of the way now so that when this project actually comes to bear, we get what we need to see. You know, we enjoy it. And the story. The story is key here. You know, and that's the thing that has me most excited about this is I can't imagine a universe where Ewan agrees to do this if the story doesn't intrigue him. If he's not excited about the story, I don't think he comes back, even with them dangling the director's chair in front of him. So that that has me most excited. You know, if Ewan is excited, I'm excited. And all signs point to excitement. I can't wait for this. You know, just a few short years. It's going to be great. Uh, yeah, maybe not even a few years. From my understanding, this thing's going to launch in 2021 towards the end of it. So a uh, couple of years and we're, we're good. So um, it sounded like the director part, though, at least for a couple of, as soon as it, I mean, he wanted to direct when it was going to be a movie, but now that it's a TV show, my guess is the director part had to be a make or break for him. He wants to be behind the camera, too. So excited for that. More excited to find out who the showrunner is. That's important. I think they're probably going to bring in a name, uh, a, a fairly popular name. No, I don't think it'll be Stephen Doldry, who was attached to the uh, the film that was going to happen. 
Uh, Thomas, where are you with Kenobi, man? It's happening. Hello there, buddy. I am absolutely thrilled. Uh, it's 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 surprising, you know. We've been hearing about this project for a while now, and although I've known this this announcement had to be coming sooner than later, when they were, went on stage, when they made their their little announcement, whether that was planned or unplanned, just felt like you know the cheer, the excitement that finally it's official and I guess I'm still caught up in a little bit of that. We don't have anything yet. We don't have a single image. We don't have the last Jedi teaser we or the oh, oh, oh that's not what we want to see. The Rise of Skywalker teaser uh that we just got. But we have that announcement and you know what? For now that is that's enough. That's all we need. It's it's that little bit of hope. I don't believe they start filming till March or uh, sorry February next year. I believe is the month. Um, but we will we will find out. This is what I want to propose to you guys here before we move off of Kenobi. This is something that's been rumored by a lot of big time people in the industry. Uh, I thought there was a chance of this happening as long as the show was set in the first three to five years and five was pushing it. Um, it had to be something. First of all, a lot of people don't think they're going to stick to Tatooine um, because that's the obvious choice. Uh, they think that he's going to go off planet, and guess what? If he's leaving Luke behind, it has to be for something big, not to, oh, I left my other pants on Naboo. Got to go get them. Um, it has to be something huge to leave Luke. Uh, I would be stunned if Qui-Gon doesn't pop up as a forest ghost uh, not all the time. It's not going to be an every episode thing, but you know, once or twice during this. Uh, but the, the question that I'm getting to here slowly is: a lot of people seem to seem to think him and Vader are going to meet up one more time prior to a New Hope, due to what Vader says to Luke in Return of the Jedi. People have been on this for years. I'm not just talking fans; big time people in the industry um, saying. Uh, sorry, Luke had, uh, sorry, Vader said to Luke, Obi-Wan once thought as you did. It's like, well, when did Obi-Wan think that? We haven't seen that. Um, in canon, Obi-Wan doesn't know Vader's still alive yet. Uh, would you guys be okay with Kenobi fighting Vader one more time? Or at least a story based around him going for Vader. Maybe it doesn't happen. Um, and them still meeting up. 11 years uh, later in A New Hope. Is it enough time or did we need something closer to, to 15 and this should happen just after the events of Revenge of the Sith? Fizz, I'm going to you first on this. Um, yeah, I don't want them anywhere near each other. Um, because you're right, if they were going to have a moment, it should have been uh, well in advance. Now, I guess the story could change my mind. You know, you could have Obi-Wan deciding that enough time has passed. He doesn't need to be quite so vigilant watching over Luke. Let me throw this one at you. And this is the one that I've seen rumored the most. Okay. Uh, we all know Qui-Gon was never on the same page as the Jedi Council, ever. Correct. He had his own thing. We know he's talking to Qui-Gon. What if Qui-Gon is the one that says, 
uh, you know, you promised me you'd take care of the boy. What if it's Qui-Gon that's urging him to go and uh, try to redeem Vader? I mean, I guess I can see that, but by the same token, I don't want that. You know, I don't I don't want this story to be about Vader. I don't want the story to be about that. You know, they, they, they had their story. And I don't want it to you know, I don't want it to go back. I want forwards, not backwards for me. And yeah, keep Vader out of it. Like if you want to have a cameo or a I think you have to have him find out that Vader's still they, alive. And that's point. fine. That's perfectly fine. You know, have them cross paths in a sort of roundabout fashion where Obi-Wan figures it out, you know, who Darth Vader is and and what have you. I'm all for that, you know, but I think the, the fly in the ointment for that, for me, is I can't imagine a universe where Ahsoka finds out Darth Vader is Anakin and doesn't find a way to tell Obi-Wan. Well, now Obi-Wan already knows who Darth Vader is. By the time A New Hope comes around, but we have no, no proof before that. It's it's in the dialogue of uh, Revenge of the Sith. Well, okay. But the problem is, in all... I know you're not caught up with the, uh, the new literature. The problem is Darth Vader is not well-publicized in the ga- galaxy. Not everybody okay. knows who yes, Darth Vader is. Yes, that is something I am not they have taken. Yeah, they've taken with. a different route with that instead of Vader being at the forefront and everyone knows who he is. Um, he's not the muscle anymore. He's the shadow. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's roughly the idea of what I thought. Not to Vader mention Kenobi's was. in some, you know, desert somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. He's not, <laughs> he's not getting on the hall. That isn't tool. connected to the core world. So yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're no go for the Vader then. Not as a main arc of the story. Like, if they want to do a Obi-Wan finds out and, you know, I, I don't know what he could do about that. But, you know, if they want to use this as the way that Obi-Wan finds out about him, I'm for that. But like I said, I I have a hard time not imagining a way for Ahsoka to tell him. You know, I just I can't. I don't know. That's a tough one for me. It's a fly in the ointment, but they can work around it. There's definitely ways to do that. And they can go that route, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. But I don't want Vader to be the main antagonist in this story. Fair enough. Ty, where are you at with this, man? Kenobi. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that Vader will be the main antagonist. However, in talking about, like, I think I talked to you about this, uh, uh, briefly for a little bit um, uh, that my initial reaction is like, no, don't bring Vader back. But th- th- there's certain things like, I don't know how much anime fans you guys are, but there's a, uh, an anime series called Cowboy Bebop. Right. And the relationship between Spike and Julia is really only touched on about four or five episodes of the 24 episodes that are there. And I could see something like that to where, okay, we know something brings him off planet. That could be that. And rather than a lightsaber fight between him and Vader, I would like to see it that 
Obi-Wan would like maneuver it to some place where it's like, okay, we've already had the fight, right? Let me set up a way to see if I can't bring him back. So he sets it up to where there is no way that they can physically get to each other and they have a conversation. And that's where it, it brings in the uh, Anakin. They're still good. Yeah, yeah. And, and then Vader unleashes his uh, inquisitors after him. And then you can have a lightsaber fight between him and the inquisitors. But if they go in that route, Vader has to think the inquisitors won. Or Obi you know, somehow Obi Wan is gone. Otherwise, he would have been hunting Obi Wan since the series to A New Hope. At the end, Vader has to think he's done for if they bring it back. It just ha yeah. If if Obi Wan goes off planet to see him, that's the way it has to go. You know. But I would love to to, to see it go on the emotional roller coaster of. Uh, you and you know, wanting desperately to, and I like the whole idea of bringing Qui Gon and hell, bring Hayden Christensen back into it. Uh, I, uh, I'm hoping. So, well, I'll ask him when he's here. Um, he's here next week for FanX. Um, <laughs> uh, so, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I could see it. I, I mean, something strong has to bring him off. I think that would be a good thing. Uh, I don't know where Ahsoka plays into this or if she could play into it being eight years. Uh, There's definitely before the, uh, the thing with Maul that happened in Rebels. Uh, long, long before. Uh, yeah. Nine years before. Yeah, so it's... Um, it'll be interesting. I would like to see... Is, that's one of the things that I would like to see in the series is... Ahsoka. I would like to see a live action Ahsoka come into it. I, I think you're right. I think it will be, you know, uh, uh, him finding out Vader or Anakin is alive in the form of Vader and wanting to give one more time at it. Um, so it'll be interesting. But yeah, uh, the, the only thing that else that I could think of that would bring him off planet would be that. Uh, Satine survived. Uh, but to my knowledge, she's pretty well dead. She did. Yeah. Or that they, or she secretly had a kid. Um, Who ends up being which, Ray's mom. Or, or grandma. grandmother. Yes. Yeah, that's probably more likely. It, it could all come down to that. Who knows? We'll find out December 20th. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to point out that I've been on team... Ray Kenobi since day one. So, so if if they if they do that, you know, establish uh -huh. her as a Kenobi, and then this story uh -huh. is explaining that, then I'm a hundred percent for that plan. Because you're right. There's there's very few things that can get Obi Wan off Tatooine, leaving uh -huh. Luke unprotected. One of them yep. would definitely be a child of his own. Uh huh. Uh, we need to get motor in here quickly. Uh, Thomas, yay or nay, man? Kenobi versus Vader one more time prior to A New Hope. I don't want it. Alrighty, I'm clearly getting outvoted here. I didn't think I wanted it, but it is what it is. I'll say Not this, Not a guys. lightsaber fight. Okay, well, I, I, I'll say this. If they don't give us Ewan in some type of uh, lightsaber battle, forget even doing the show. Right. Because there's right. nobody that handles it, well, except for Ray Park. 
There's nobody that handles a lightsaber the way that man does. I, I, think, I think it's Let me tell you what say. I want to see in about f- five, ten seconds from this show. I want to see, like a, we've seen in the Legends universe, Obi-Wan coming into contact with an Order 66 survivee or two. Maybe a few of them. And that's how we find out that Darth Vader is still kicking. Darth and Vader kills still. them to keep Luke's identity a secret. Well, maybe one of them is goes Inquisitor, and he ends up fighting him. Or maybe Inquis- he saves him from being Inquisitor, and he enters the light side that way. Who knows? We won't find out for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about a very long time, but yeah. Uh, it's safe to say, I think, we're going to see Obi-Wan in a lightsaber battle, maybe even two uh, with yeah. a TV series. It's just, Definitely. I don't think he's going to have his lightsaber out all the time, though. In fact, I, I don't think you're going to see his lightsaber out all the time. But when needed, it's it's going to happen. And I, there's at the very least one more battle left in them. Uh, yep. Let's move on to the Mandalorian, guys. We can't spend much time on it, in fact. Uh, so just uh, McMahon and I already reviewed it. So let's, uh, if you want to hear McMahon and I's thoughts on the Mandalorian, uh, either tune in next week and we'll dive into it a little more. Or you can go to YouTube, subscribe to our channel, Fandom City, and our uh, video is up there. Uh, but Ty and Thomas, general overview here your thoughts on the mandalorian trailer ty you first uh footage looks good interviews with dave Filoni and uh uh oh my gosh name just uh slipped john the director favreau. yeah yes uh, john favreau uh says that uh, they're throwing in a little bit of everything so love spread around the board so i'm stoked i'm excited it looks good uh yeehaw that yeehaw just about sums up my own opinion. I love the Western-esque of it. You know, just like uh, some good old-fashioned, well, Westerners, you know, Clint Eastwood and all. I, I am looking forward to seeing Gunslinger. that. Uh, the footage looked fantastic, guys. And the way they're doing the flying, and McMahon and I, and I have talked about this a few times now, the way they're doing the flying in the show is the way they should still be doing it in the movies because it's so notably different. And they don't do it that way in the movies anymore, which is unfortunate, but just looks glorious. Fizz, one last thought here on The Mandalorian. Hyped, excited, cannot wait. November cannot come here soon enough. Uh, Amen to that. That's going to do it for our Star Wars Wasteland segment, a.k.a. the big three for today's episode. Uh, Ty, man, thanks for doing this, man. It's been way too long. Hopefully, we'll have you back on here in a month or two. Uh, God knows we're going to have a trailer probably in the next six weeks, is my guess. Um, yeah. Be great to have you back, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I'm thinking maybe after the first episode of The Mandalorian, the trailers will we will have a lot to talk about. We'll have a lot to talk about. Sounds like a plan. Can't wait, man. Uh, again, thanks. Uh, we love you, dude. All right. You guys have fun. Thanks, everyone. That is Ty Nelson, actor, director, writer, producer, Superman, Lex Luthor, Yoda, uh, Chuck Gray the Ewok. <laughs> you name it. I don't think so. Are you okay? I'm. Tell us how you really have feel. Had too Are you much drooling or oil what? in a. Are you drooling? Short. We're canceled. Short amount of time. We're done. Uh, have. Hey, I haven't had anything to drink 
in a long time, and let me tell you. Except alcohol. This is smooth. Smooth. Crown Royal and Ginger Ale, everybody. It uh, it goes down real smooth if you got the right mix in there. The only thing I'm missing is a, a lime and some ice. Sadly, I got no ice, which is unfortunate. Uh, but just joining the show straight from the red carpet of Hollywood, from what I understand, him and Meryl Streep, they were uh, talking quite closely tonight. It's Mr. Hollywood Rebel. What's happening, man? What is going on, man? How, how do you know about that? Like, that's not supposed to be out yet. That was, that was a private conversation. Hey, look. We if got we can't keep places. track of you, who will? We got I don't want anybody to track me. Well, we have yeah. to. We have to maintain our investment in you. We may have also advertised again that if people subscribe to the YouTube channel, you'll go do chores for them. Just throwing that Dude, out there. Dude, get, get fizzed. Make, stop. Stop. Not me. Chores. Uh, You're so much well, better at them than I am. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right to it. The very next topic is the it's time for the Phantom City News. And guess what? Sage didn't have time to write the Phantom City News tonight. So there is no Fandom City news tonight. McMahon will be back with the Fandom City news. We covered enough news. We're all right. Uh, Next week, he'll be back with the news. I love it when he does the news, and I think he loves it too. Do you not, Viz? Yes, that is a fact. That is a fact, motherfucker. Trick or treat, motherfucker. Uh, Okay, that's that's enough. That's enough crown (laughs) for you, buddy. What? You don't like Busta Rhymes and Halloween Resurrection? That's what I, the, they should have made a Michael versus Busta movie. Why not? Maybe we should leave that film in the past where it belongs. <laughs> oh well, I can't. So Reaver's never seen that, and I'm going to show it to him, and he's just going to be dying. Uh, all right, guys, let's uh, jump into the Joker trailer that dropped today. Uh, Hollywood, you're first on the scene. Let us know what you think, man. Break down the trailer for us. What did you like? What didn't you like? What did Meryl have for dinner? Never seen in my life. No, I'm just playing. That was, that was pretty cool. I mean, it doesn't add anything for me. I've already forward to the movie. Um, you know, it just makes it more clear to me that it looks like it's going to be an excellent movie. Um, I'm very interested to see this portrayal of a famous character. Looks like it's going to be different than pretty much anything we've ever gotten. So, so you liked it? Sorry, we were yes, having some feedback yes. issues there. Yes, I oh. liked it. Liked it quite a bit. Alrighty, Fizz. I know you weren't a fan of this movie when it's first announced. I don't even think we talked about the first teaser. But uh, where are you at with it now? <clears throat> Still not a fan. I didn't. I didn't enjoy that at all. Can I have those two and a half minutes of my life back? I just. No, God, no. It's no, 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 no. I can't. There is one origin story for the Joker that I accept, and that's the killing joke. Okay? And the only time they've ever tried to put that on a screen in front of me. Didn't work out too well. It didn't work out too well. Okay? Hashtag bat rape. I, yeah, I I think we're getting a new I don't even know if it's a origin story because they seem to be refusing to use that word. I think we're in for a couple of twists. I just can't 
I refuse to acknowledge that the validity of this story. Like, it's... I don't enjoy it, and which saddens me, because if this was anything other than a Joker film, I'd be pretty excited. I, I was going to say... It does look interesting. It does away... look fun. But you can't take the Joker out of it. You know? And that... It kills me. I have no interest in this because it's a Joker origin story, and I I don't want a definitive Joker origin story of any variety. You know, the Joker has spent the better part of every every year since his creation. They have done a Joker origin story that's been completely different. He's never told the same story, even in the main Batman canon. You know, here we are over a thousand issues later, and there's still no origin story of the Joker that's officially accepted. And I like it that way because it makes the character fun. It makes the character interesting. Every time he opens his mouth, you have to ask yourself, are you lying to me? Answer, probably yes. And I like that. I don't like the idea of knowing the truth about the Joker's past and his history and what makes him tick. I don't want to know what makes him tick. The only thing I want to know that makes the Joker tick is being the polar opposite of the Batman. I have no interest in a Joker story that does not feature the Batman. Period. Uh, so, l- let me let me change the question on you. Taking away the r- origin aspect from what you've seen of Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, how do you feel? Just that, taking away that it's an origin story, just him as Joker, if what this, do you see so far? If this is a story about a man who wishes to be a comedian, who goes a little crazy, turns into a clown, and starts down a life of crime, I think it looks amazing. You know, like watching that trailer, it saddened me how good it was, because I can't enjoy it. I cannot get past the Joker. You know, the scene with him and uh, and and De Niro. You know, mm-hmm. he says, "When you introduce me, call me the Joker." Like, oh, for God's sakes! You know, that's not the. He doesn't Joker. say the Joker though. No, he doesn't. He doesn't say no. the Joker. It doesn't matter. I mean, it should be noted, and I know no spoilers about this movie. It should be noted, I find this really funny, like, like marketing-wise, I know it's just one word, that this movie is called Joker and not The Joker. Makes me wonder if you might get your wish. Makes me wonder if maybe this guy is not The Joker, but rather the dude that inspires The Joker. If they go down that route and, and end up that way, then I'm all for it. Because, you know, that's really no different than the route they took with uh, Jerome Valeska and Gotham, yeah. you know? I hated Being, the finished product, but... I haven't actually finished the season, uh, the final really? season yet, so I can't comment on that. But, you know, it, the character who inspires the Joker, I don't hate that idea. You know, if you want to go down that route, I might actually be able to watch this film and enjoy it. But if you're, you know, the arch nemesis, if you're the crown prince of crime... I'm having none of that. I'm not buying what you're selling. Take it back and put it away. Uh, 
Hollywood man, how do you feel about this trailer? Oh, right, I already went to you. Uh, Thomas man, how do you feel about this trailer? Uh, Joker, not the Joker, Joker. Yeah, I am less uh, acquainted with past Joker. Uh, we don't want to use that term, but, you know, origin stories and such. It's just not my expertise, if you will. I enjoyed this trailer. Um, I would consider going and catching it in the theater if the opportunity presented itself. Once I see another trailer or two, of course. Uh, I don't think you're getting that. You might see some TV spots, but... Well, yeah. When's it come out? (laughs) Well, for the general public, it will be out in October. I will see this movie in nine days. Well... Uh, Aren't I'm be, we special? <laughs> I'm going to be attending the Toronto International Film Festival for the second year in a row. Uh, I fucking love the trailer for this. I'm take everything McMahon said, and I'm the polar opposite. I love the idea of doing something different. I mean, people have a retell on everybody's fucking story now, so why not give the Joker a chance? I'll say this: I'd be less for it if it was almost any other actor playing him, like. I mean, when you say, hey, your options are watch this movie with Joaquin Phoenix or have more uh, of, um, oh, who is the dude in Suicide Squad's name? Uh, it should be, I, I should have it and I don't. Jared Any, Leto. Jared Leto. Yeah, that was fucking terrible. That made me want to puke. It was so bad. Uh, easily the worst incarnation of the Joker I have ever seen in my entire life. Uh, it It was so bad. It made me want to take a a big dump, more or less. Um, I not only do I think this movie looks amazing and it looks different. That that's the biggest thing. Is I'm gonna say right now, Joaquin Phoenix is gonna be nominated for the actor of the year. I'm not saying he's gonna win, but he's gonna get a nomination for it. And this movie is gonna be up for picture of the year. I will place my bets right now that this movie is that good. Now whether it's financially uh, well received is another story because there's a lot of fans that are going to be in McMahon's boat on this that don't want our origin story or just don't want this take. Uh, but I got to tell you, when I watch these trailers, I see a combination of uh, Jack Nicholson and uh, Heath Ledger and a little bit of Joaquin's own uh, spin take on it. Joaquin Phoenix, whether you like the guy or not, facts are facts, is one of the best actors still alive on this planet. It's that simple. He's that good. Um, but I respect the fact that people don't want an origin story for this guy because it would kind of mess with the character and what we know. But let's be honest, as we know right now, it's not in the DCEU. I mean, there are ways they could tie this into Matt Reeves' Batman. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, but Todd Phillips did recently say a sequel's not out of the question, which is uh, interesting considering Joaquin Phoenix usually uh, turns down any sequel opportunities, hence why he uh, passed on Doctor Strange. Um, I, I fucking love this, guys. I I could not be more excited for this movie. Uh, I think it's going to be great, and I hope it does well, and I hope I'm not completely let down. But maybe it'll happen. Uh, did we all have our uh, two cents in on that? Did I miss anyone? No? Nope, I think we all got in. All righty, let's keep moving on here. Uh, it's hot take time. I have no idea what he's delivering to us. But it's hot take time with Tommy B. Tommy B, 
it can't be as bad as Hollywood Rebels last week. All right, I have to collect my thoughts now because we're getting late for me. Um, I really should have wrote this down. I'm a terrible person. I can't believe you didn't write it down. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm just going to go with it. Is that, is that okay? That's yeah. okay. From the gut. It's been explained to me that a hot take is meant to be, in my preferred terms, an unpopular opinion shared with, well, maybe not as many people, but some people. I want the first people to come to defense of the sequel trilogy. I love The Force Awakens. It is in my top three, I'd say, of uh, favorite Star Wars films. You know, Star Wars are my favorite films to begin with. Some of the characters have become my favorite Star Wars characters. Having said that, in this current way, this current path that things are going, I have absolutely no reservations about saying the Star Wars sequel trilogy as a whole, not each individual film, except you, Last Jedi, has been a colossal disaster. It's a shit show. It does not work together. These films, when you put them next to each other, I feel so much tension personally as a fan between The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. And I am scared to think what The Rise of Skywalker is going to feel. I'm terrified to think that The Force Awakens and The Rise of Skywalker are going to be like going hand in hand. And then you're going to have the... Uh, you know, the uh, ugly one out in the middle with The Last Jedi. Uh, there's just been so many problems from poor time usage, too much time in The Last Jedi. As I recall, um, Ray didn't meet Oh, until the end of The Last Jedi. Uh, someone fact-checked me on that, am I right? Depends what you're going off of. In the book, she he, which is weird, in the book... Yes. Uh, she meets him at the end of The Force Awakens. Um, but in the movies, not to The Last Jedi. Yes, and okay. It makes you wonder, wait a second, all the literature is supposed to be canon now. And yeah, yes. no, I get what you're saying. And these three were supposed to be a quote-unquote... You know, sequel trilogy trio. Well, it, from my perception as a fan, that has been... No! They, they, they failed to uh, bring that, that together. I mean, maybe they, maybe J.J. can do better in this final film. And Because, I, like I said, I love Force Awakens. I really do. And Last Jedi grew on me a little bit. But I don't even know if I've seen it half a dozen times, to tell you the truth. In these past few years, probably not. I think I've seen the movie five times. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. Three of them were in theaters. Uh, sorry, so that's a lie. I've seen it six times. Yeah, six times. So, so, so yeah, just, you know, as, as a whole, I am looking forward to The Rise of Skywalker, but I feel as a whole, the trilogy has been a cinematic failure and truly a letdown to all of us, the fans. Well, I don't know if that qualifies as a hot take either, uh, with what the fan base feels. And you—it's an unpopular nice opinion. 
Oh, it's definitely on Paul. Well, I don't even. I, I don't know anymore. I have no idea. I try to avoid talking about that movie because people just think I'm hating on it, and it's like it's not that. Like I, I legitimately watched it. Was it three nights ago now? And it was the most I've ever enjoyed the movie. The stuff that I liked before, I like even more now. And the stuff that I couldn't stand before, I hate even more now. Like, just cut out all of Canto Bite. There's no need for it. Cut out. I'm not doing this. I can do this in a YouTube video, damn it. Not doing this. Let's let's keep the ball rolling. Uh, We're going to move on to uh, a brief D23 recap. And what we're going to do here is I'm going to give you guys... um, Four options here that do not include Star Wars of what your favorite part of D23 was out of these options. Uh, Fizz, we're going to start with you. Your options are, I mean, I I don't think you're going to pick the first one because it doesn't qualify for us, but three years of Disney Plus at $140. Kit Harrington now in the MCU starring in the Eternals movie, which we will address more next week. Uh, the new Marvel shows, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and She-Hulk, or the old Disney Channel revival shows. Which of those excites you the most? Which of the, the answer to that is extremely simple, and that's the Marvel uh, Disney Plus series. Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk, I love all three of those characters. Um, I'm excited for the idea of them. They're, I think they're going to be fun. They're characters that don't get a lot of love. You know, if you don't know uh, the, the the canon as well as some people do, you have no idea who these characters are. I love Miss Marvel because she's international. I love that idea. You know, she's a traditionally she's a, a teenager who was born in Pakistan. I love that, you know, bringing that international flavor to the Marvel Universe, which has been, let's be honest, just a little bit uh, white. Moon Knight has me so excited because it's dark. Moon Knight is a very dark character, and it's been one that's been uh, in the hopper for a long, long time. And She-Hulk. I've always loved She-Hulk. I've always had a bit of a thing for She-Hulk. You know? I don't know. It's just something about her. I've just always had a thing for She-Hulk. You know? She's got the strength of the Hulk without the bulk and the intelligence of Bruce Banner, you know, as a lawyer, I'm excited for that. You know, it's, I'm, I'm super duper excited for that. And, uh, you know, if you happen to tie in a cameo for a certain blind superhero lawyer that happens to cross paths with, uh, she Hulk quite frequently, I'm, I'm not against that either. Alrighty, well, uh, let's keep this thing rolling, and we're tight on time. Uh, Hollywood man, which of the four topics from D twenty three excites you most? Three years of Disney Plus at one forty. Kit Harington's or those are those are old Disney Channel revival shows. Well, it was the Marvel stuff until I found out that I could get the three years. Of Disney Plus at 140. <laughs> then it was that. It's definitely that. Did you get it? I haven't signed up for it yet, but like it's there. I just have, have to go through and do it. Second, man. Dude, it's I know. I know. I'll do it before then. Speaking of which, if any of our audience doesn't know, you can sign up for a D23 uh, U.S. citizens only, uh, a D23 membership for free 
and get that beautiful offer of Disney Plus, $140 for three years. Uh, you save 33%. Now, you said U.S. citizens only. Are they checking papers when we go ahead and do this? or They're, they're checking IP addresses. Yeah, do we, ha- do we have to go and go to a government office to make this happen, or... Yeah, you actually have to go to a Disney facility, you know, a Disney store or, a, you know, Disney amusement park. Of course, I'm completely full of crap. You just need a U.S.-based IP address. <laughs> well, who's to say you can't just scramble your IP address? Trust me, it wouldn't work. We are it, getting it up here. It, it, yeah, the, the, the things you'd have to go through to do I mean, you could, sure, but the technical wherewithal, it, it's possible, but the hoops you'd have to jump through would cost you the difference between the subscription and a regular subscription. So at the end of the day, why are you wasting your time? Correct. Tommy B out of those four topics, what excites you most, man? It is, uh, you know, same as a rebel. I am highly considering this Disney plus deal. Just, you know, looking at the money right now, wondering if I really want to drop all that down by, I think it'd fourth? be a good idea, man. The second. Just, the just, second just, about, just debating it, you know? Mm, mm, yeah. Think of it this way. You drop it now and you don't have to worry about payments until November 2022. Yeah, but you know, I'm also not into Marvel as much as, I don't know, let's say McMahon. Yeah, but, but all it, the Star it's Wars It's a good excuse, though. It's a, it is a good excuse, And you know the though. other thing it protects you from? The, What's that? monthly fee going up after year one the monthly fee going up after a year and a half the monthly fee going up after two years you know the netflix fee, the fees are gonna increase their, uh, their rate what was it oh, that i'm well aware six months uh, ago a year ago so like that. Uh, and that will eventually happen here it ain't staying that price point mm-hmm. uh so that's that's another attractive reason to do it uh let's keep moving on though guys it's time for our final segment of the show it's only gonna last about five minutes it is the return of Star... No, it's the return of our new trivia game, which is The Race to Five. Uh, actually, that's not the name. We don't have a name for it. Uh, we're just going to have some fun trivia here. It's five questions between the three of these fine folk, Thomas, Hollywood Rebel, and McMahon. The contestants have quite literally 15 seconds to send me the answer via messenger in a private window to answer these questions, just like the Star Wars Wastelands days. And each question is from a different category. Whoever has the most at the end of five questions is your winner. If there is a tie, for tonight anyways, it would end in a tie uh, because I only have five questions. So, uh, Contestants! By the way, fans that are listening live, don't post answers in the chat until after the answers have been submitted. I will say answers are in. So, for the first ever Fandom City Pod Trivia, here we go, guys. Category number one, video games. Mark Wahlberg once played this title character in a movie adaption of a 2000s video game that was published by Rockstar. You have 15 seconds to submit your answer via Messenger privately to me. I'll repeat the question. Mark Wahlberg once played this title character in a movie adaption of a 2000s video game that was published by Rockstar. Uh, 
Five seconds, guys. Five, four, three, two, one. Answers are in. Uh, we have no answer from Tommy B. We have no clue from Reno Sims. And at least we had a guess from McMahon Driver, which is incorrect. Uh, at least not the answer we were looking for. Uh, we were looking for... It, yeah, I remember what it is. Uh, I didn't actually write down the answers. It's a good thing I remember. <laughs> we were looking for Max Payne. Max Payne is what we were looking for. Uh, the video game was a lot better than the movie. Just saying. He should have been in Driver. That was a better movie than a video game. I didn't even know they made a movie of Driver. I'm fairly certain they did. All right, let's keep this ball rolling. Question number two. The score is goose eggs across the board. This one's movies. Who did Jeremy Irons play in the Justice League? Who did Jeremy Irons... That is the voice of Scar from the original Lion King, by the way. Play in the Justice League. Five, four, three, two, one. And time is up. Answers are in. Uh, at least two of the three. Uh, Rebel didn't get his answer in. Tommy says, hell if I know. I've never heard of him. And uh, McMahon said Alfred, and so did Ty Nelson, but he's not officially in the game. Uh, but McMahon takes the lead. Uh, one to nothing to nothing. Uh, let's move on to TV, guys. Category number three, TV. Who played Carl Grimes in the AMC hit series The Walking Dead? Who played Carl Grimes in The Walking Dead? Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, Tommy B didn't get an answer in. And uh, McMahon channeling his inner Mondo said a kid. Uh, accurate. And uh, Hollywood Rebel is correct with Chandler Ring Rings. Yeah. Chandler Riggs. So we have a score of one for McMahon, one for Hollywood Rebel, and a goose egg for Thomas. I demand half a point. We are heading in to a category Thomas is uh, strong in. Uh, the category of Star Wars. <laughs> Sorry, Rebel. Uh, you're going to be even mad at matter because it doesn't pertain to the movies. What the uh, hell? <laughs> in the Thrawn trilogy, who, what? Sorry, in the original Thrawn trilogy, who was the second in command to Thrawn? In the original Thrawn trilogy, are you who... gonna are you gonna narc for spelling? What? No, as long as it's somewhere close. Who was the second in command to Thrawn? Five, four, three, <laughs> two, one, and answers are in. Uh, Hollywood Rebel says Chewbacca, Han Solo, Vader, Maul, Kenobi. Um, <laughs> no. Good, but no. And uh, McMahon and Tommy B say Admiral Pellion, which is correct. Oh, Mr. Pellion, uh, which puts McMahon at two, Tommy B at one, and Reno at one. Screw all one you into our final question. We could have a three-way tie. That'd be a bit disappointing. 
Yet the most appropriate thing <laughs> for a trivia contest on one of our shows. Yeah. Final question of the night before we close down. Comic book movies. Who played Rachel, Bruce's love interest, in Batman Begins? Who played Rachel, Bruce's love interest, in Batman Begins? Five. Four. And you had to make me think about that one. Three. Two. One. Answers are in. Uh, we have no answer from Tommy B. We have... Uh, Ty Nelson would have done well in this game. We should have probably invited him back on. Uh, Ty Nelson says Katie Holmes. Hollywood Rebel says Katie Holmes. As does McMahon. Sadly... I have Whoa, to announce to you. Sadly, the first ever winner of Fandom City Pod Trivia is that guy over there who's an Olivia Pope fan, McMahon. Uh, How dare you, sadly. Wow, we have run out of time for you guys tonight. We are eight minutes over time, uh, which not overly happy about, but sometimes it happens. Uh, don't forget that you can check us out Check us out on Facebook at two of our Facebook pages, Fandom City. Take a second to like us. Or if you're a Halloween fan, we run the Halloween Kills 2020 page, uh, which has been on the rise the last couple of weeks. So take a second to like that. You can follow us on Instagram at Fandom City Pod, I believe. Twitter is at Fandom City Pod. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Fandom City. Uh, guys, can uh, anybody find you at any place other than this? Tommy B, you first. Nope. This is just about where I hang out, and I got no interest of going anywhere else. Ooh. He wants that big cheddar cheese deal. That's what he wants. <laughs> I enjoy doing my podcasting with you folks and I am quite content here so he wants the dollar dollar bills is what he's saying uh, uh, <laughs> that's Tommy B who helps us out with all things promotional and has been our uh, wingman for years and years and years uh, Hollywood Rebel better late than never although I suppose that was our fault or maybe yes. it was uh, your fault eating all that pie with it's Meryl his Street. fault for not knowing Star Wars let's be honest uh, yes, I, yes, agree. we need to rectify that. Agree. Although I suck at trivia, I just came in dead last, so I should not <laughs> uh-huh. You got one right. I mean, that's Yeah, I was going to say, you didn't strike out, man. It was uh, Pelly. Who, who couldn't get that wrong? <laughs> Rebel! <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood, man, where can everybody find you at? Oh, I'll be right back here next week. Um, also, getting my Twitter page up and running, at Hollywood Rebel, so... Uh, no, you can catch oh, me there too. look at this guy! Look at this guy! He's got a Hollywood Rebel Twitter now. Wow, you really are letting that name get to your head. Look, Unbelievable! You know. <laughs> 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 have fun with it. Uh, and your winner trivia tonight, Fizz. Where can everybody find you? Here. <laughs> uh, or everybody or can find with my championship here. belt. <laughs> well. Uh, we have some exciting projects coming down the pipeline, especially for those local to Durham region. Uh, can't announce details yet other than it'll include Star Wars X-Wing, 
a showing of The Force Awakens, a showing of The Last Jedi, and uh, some podcasting, YouTube videos, trivia, and much, much more, uh, also for charitable causes. So that's going to be huge when we get to it. Special thanks to writer, producer, director, Lex Luthor, Superman, Batman, Care Bears, and more, Ty Nelson, uh, for joining us again. Uh, We love Ty and can't wait to talk to him again. And to all you people listening... One day Canada's going to land on the moon. Deal with it. Maybe not. Might never happen. Who knows? Fuck all the haters. Good night, everybody.